Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA as a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry... We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now. They Might Be Giants have been on the road for too long. Too long. And They Might Be Giants aren't even sorry. Not even sorry. And audiences like the shows too much. Too much. And now They Might Be Giants are playing their breakthrough album, Flood. All of it. And they still have time for other songs. They're fooling around. Who can stop They Might Be Giants and their liberal rock agenda? Who? No one. This ad was paid for with somebody else's money. Hello, best podcast fans in the world. This is AG from Muller She Wrote, and I just wanted to remind you about our live Q&A panel and meet and greet coming up this July 3rd at the world-famous Comedy Store in La Jolla. The next day is a holiday, so come out and spend your summer vacation with us. We still have some free VIP tickets to give away to new patrons. The VIP tickets get you access to the post-panel cocktail meet-and-greet, where you can hang out and have some wine with the host and the crew. So head to MullerSheWrote.com now to become a patron and get your free VIP tickets, or head to Eventbrite for your tickets. Or you can call 858-454-9176, and we'll see you July 3rd. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, the, our position is. 
I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I didn't have not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello, welcome to Muller She Wrote. I'm your anonymous host, A.G., botching the Snatch Act. With me, as always, is Jaleesa Johnson. Hi. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. And we had a tough week this week. Uh, on top of the crushing Supreme Court decisions about anti-abortion clinics, workers' rights, gerrymandering, and the Trump Muslim ban, uh, we found out we're losing Justice Kennedy. Um, and he's a moderate justice. Um, and he's leaving at the end of July, giving Trump an opportunity to choose a new justice. Uh, I'll be going over that a little bit later in the show. And then the emergency hearing of the House Judiciary Committee being granted and the non-binding resolution passed by the House to subpoena Rosenstein for shit they know he can't turn over. Yeah. Um, that will inevitably become a pretext to, f- to fire him so Trump can fire him. It was a tough week, all in yeah, all. Yeah, so depressing. I know. I was out of town all week for a super secret government ego project. <laughs> the secret government ego project. So what were you guys up to while I was away? Doing some shows. Yeah. I had a, I do like a, a weekly show at my house. Like you turn my living room into a comedy club, basically. That's a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. Like that, the like DIY shows, home mm-hmm. style shows in Punk your style. living room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I've, I've noticed that happening. I'm probably, I would never do that. I mean, you have a nice <laughs> living room. I would not recommend it at your place. Too nice. But my place is really like a hostel. I live with like a billion roommates and That's they're all true. starving artists. Yeah, so it's That's perfect. True. Do people have to pay to go? No, but they donate. Okay. They give us tips and we have enough to like rent chairs and like get food. And so it. this to me sounds like what we would call in high school a party. Yeah, it's pretty much a house party <laughs> comedy show. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Just there is one a lot person, of weed smoking. It's just one person gets yeah. to tell a Jordan story at yeah, a yeah. time and everyone so has fun. to listen. It's exactly. a lot of fun. Yeah. That's fantastic to yeah, me. It was I great. think that that's great. Three people came from Chicago randomly. Oh, yeah, shit. people from Boston are having someone from New York City. You set this up week. the best shows, dude. Thank yeah. you. And like, like they were here from Chicago, and then they came. They didn't come from Chicago for the show. Oh, right, see, right. I they yeah, flew yeah. in. They just happened. No, no, I'm not that cool. I but they flew in. Yeah. All right. Well, it's still great, and mm-hmm. I think that that's. I think this. I don't know. We have to. Something needs to change. We need something new. Yeah. Um, in comedy, and I know we raised enough money this week to get. Jimmy Wolpert a bench. Yes. To me. I know I donated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel a little weird sitting on it. Like, (laughs) I think that's nice, though. I think he would have liked that. I really do because, like, I I heard. No, I know it sounds weird, but out of context, (laughs) I. I would yes, say all dudes love when I sit on them. <laughs> yes, basically, um, he just loved having long talks with people, specifically at this place like in Poway that was like on a cliff, and so he was all about like long chats and just chilling and hanging out. And I think a bench is actually a really cool way to. It's the perfect yeah. way. Mm-hmm. It really is the perfect thing, and I'm glad we got it. And I think we should have a mic there when it opens. Oh, oh that'd yeah. be so cool. We should christen it. What What did he drink? What was his drink? Jameson? I think Jameson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we should crack a bottle of Jameson on the bench. Mm-hmm. And uh, name it, and then have a mic. I don't That's know. That's cool. Pop up mic. Make it a bringer. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> he would. He would Jimmy love that. Jimmy hated bringers. <laughs> I know. That's why he would love it. 
Uh, but yeah, I was proud to donate to that. Uh, we did have some wins this week, and I'll go over those in the news. Jordan is going to be reporting on another Roger Stone connection. He has so many. Uh, and Jaleesa, you're going to talk to us about what? Psy Group, right? Scott Stedman oh, yeah. had an update on the, on the yeah, Psy Group. Yeah, the a, homie. Yeah, what a cool guest he mm-hmm. was. Uh, and we have a very special guest this week. We have an anonymous representative from Rogue NASA. Okay. And we'll talk to him later in the show. Now, Rogue NASA is, it's, you know, all the alt government employee groups that are out there, like, uh, you know, alt White House staffer or rogue White House staffer or rogue this or that. Well, there's a rogue NASA. They have almost a million followers on Twitter. Uh, I know that their proceeds from their shirt sales go to charity and, and they're a very, they're just a very cool group. And basically, I think what they want to do is make sure that if the government, our government, Trump, ever takes down their science Mm-hmm. Uh, statistics, their global uh, climate change statistics, etc. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Uh, that they'll be there to continue to to have. That's incredible. To give them. Yeah, so, and the Holocaust. I mean, I'm not saying that we're exactly going through that. I'm just whoa, saying that, left turn. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In times of really <laughs> tragic societal, like um, you know, like desperate times. Like I know this sounds like really light and 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 cool because NASA is cool, especially rogue NASA sounds really cool and mysterious. But um, it's also pretty interesting just considering like what they're doing the collection of like this information that and fear that the president might not let it come out someday like or destroy it or destroy mm-hmm. it i it's remember terrifying. yeah this just happened way back in the day there's better examples in the holocaust i'm so sorry <laughs> right, i know right um, to poop and slavery yes ha- yes happy monday i just think in extremes but yeah there's so many better examples and uh, yeah just destroying no you're right destroying the, information the fact that, that yeah. the fact that the that those data are uh i don't know in danger is scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I can just see him. Uh, he's going to like unwrite Newton's laws. Yeah. If it somehow benefits him. And people will believe it. New- An if object they don't in know motion the stays at yeah. rest. That's the new law. And an object at rest stays in motion. It's the way. It's going to be the way. See, now I'm confused again. Yeah. If you drop an apple, nothing happens. Yeah. Every force does not have a reaction because I'm an authoritarian leader and I only do the forcing. <laughs> I love it. For every action, there's an equal and non-zero net non-action. And I've he decided. wouldn't get any of these. And he he'll like it. Yeah. He'd be so sad that he wouldn't understand. Entropy yeah. isn't real. I'm 100% efficient. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Wow. That was pretty nerdy. Uh, super yeah, nerdy. That was fun. But it's a NASA episode. So that's yes, appropriate. And I'm super excited to talk to Rogue NASA. Uh, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, oh, and guys, our live event is tomorrow in San Diego at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I can't wait for that. Uh, I also can't wait to figure out what we're going to do. Yes. Um, it's mysterious. Uh, just like AG. <laughs> but um, I can't, am I going to wear disguise? Paper or? bag. Paper bag. Paper bag. <laughs> People want me to wear paper, but I'm Question so, mark. Yeah. But I'm so pretty. <laughs> you Aww. are. Um, the big reveal. Are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, tickets are on sale right now at Eventbrite. Uh, get them because I... I've, there's a lot of people interested in going to, the, to this event, so I, I don't want you to be without a ticket. Or you can search on Facebook for Muller She Wrote Live. Uh, the links are there to the Eventbrite ticket situation. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get into it, you guys. Let's get into the news this week with just the facts. All right, Monday, the Department of Justice gave more documents to Devin Nunes because he's got a boner for him. And, and they seem to keep buying more time for Mueller. They're like, they, they like, they'll... Nunez will be like, I need 76 documents. And they'll be like, here's half a document. And they'll just keep like slow feeding him these documents all the while. And he's, I guess he's too stupid to notice that they're just buying time for Mueller. But that's what I think is happening. Interesting. Um, we could be m- months away from 
a finish to this investigation. We could be a year away from a finish yeah. to this investigation. It's impossible to know, uh, which we can credit to the legalist ship that Mueller is captaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the House Judiciary Committee, I, I mentioned this at the top of the show, the House Judiciary Committee decided to call an emergency hearing, emergency, <laughs> uh, to interview FBI Director Christopher Wray and Deputy AG uh, Rosenstein. And I heard Asha Rangappa calls him Snoop Dag. <laughs> Snoop Dag? Yeah, D-A-G. Oh, my goodness. I so I, I might call him Snoop Dag from now on. That's awesome. He's from Philly. He's no shit. Oh. Uh, anyway, they, they had a hearing with those guys. Initially, um, Ted Lieu one of our uh, Democratic representatives, mm-hmm. challenged the existence of the hearing. He's like, this is stupid. He actually said on the floor, he's like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, an emergency hearing. And Nadler, who opened up, he's the uh, ranking... Jerry. Ma- yeah. Mm-hmm. Ranking minority member, ranking Democrat, gave this big speech up front. Like, you want to know what real emergencies are? Children are being ripped away from their parents on the border. Right. That's an emergency. Russia is currently interfering with our election, and you're going to go suck Putin's dick next month. That is an emergency. Mm-hmm. It, and he just went. He didn't. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but you know, he he, he gave off. If he off, could say that, he would. He would. He listed off all these. That was the feeling. Oh, for sure. That was an incredible uh, counter to the other bullshit opening of that hearing exactly they're like well we need to talk about the ig report that came out it's like it's out we agree with the findings Mm -hmm. it's 500 and something 23 pages what the fuck else do you want Mm -hmm. right read it and do you you hate reading (laughs) they might yes they do yeah trump does trey gowdy's soliloquy was infuriating (laughs) that was so funny little mr four-year benghazi fuck face is like you need to finish this now yeah Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Watching those hearings, too. I, I hate watching the actual video feed because you can really just sense their ego and what pieces of cr- like totally. crap they are. And and they just love, like, fucking Jim Jordan. Well, yeah. And of course, oh my God. representatives like Jordan of Ohio, they use this as a television opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why they wanted this public hearing uh, to go off half-cocked about their conspiracy theories. But in this glorious clip, Rosenstein handed him his ass. Mr. Rosenstein, did you threaten staffers on the House Intelligence Committee? Media reports indicate you did. Media reports are mistaken. Sometimes, but this is what they said. Having the nation's number one law enforcement officer threaten to subpoena your calls and emails is downright chilling. Did you threaten to subpoena their calls and emails? No, sir, and there's no way to subpoena phone calls. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm reading what the press said. I'm reading what the press said. I would suggest that you not rely on what the press says, sir. Well, I didn't ask if there's no way to do it. I asked if you said it. If I said what? What I just read you. No, I did not. Well, now, who are we supposed to believe? Staff members who we've worked with, who've never misled us, or you guys, who we've caught hiding information from us, who tell a witness not to answer our questions. Who are we supposed to believe? Thank you for making clear it's not personal, Mr. Jordan. (laughs) Well, I I didn't. I'm saying the Department of Justice. Because I'm telling the truth and I'm under oath. If you want to put somebody else under oath and they have something different. I know these staff members. After the hearing, the full House voted and passed a non-binding resolution demanding Department of Justice documents by July 6th, knowing full well, per Department of Justice policy, under a Republican-appointed attorney general who wrote these, the DOJ cannot turn over classified documents in an open and ongoing investigation. Mm -hmm. They can't. And this could give the House cause to impeach Rosenstein, which could then in turn give Trump cause to fire him. So we'll see what happens on July 6th. Yeah, I also love how I think it was Jim Jordan who was saying it like this to Rosenstein. He's like interrogating him very aggressively, you know, and he's like, 
Okay, well, I'm telling you that I would bet money that we're about to go in there and the house is going to pass something that Mm -hmm. says you have to give us these documents, you know, within seven or whatever days. And then it's like, ooh, a super uh, partisan Russian bot. It's like as if it's an actual court of law or something that's going to rule on something. It's like you guys are a bunch of trolls that are going to get together and vote along party lines. That doesn't mean shit. Rosenstein's like. I'm law, you're politics. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sexy, too, Snoop the way bag. he held that down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would not call him sexy. He, he, he became <laughs> five times more sexy within that hearing. It was a fun hearing to watch. Mm-hmm. It, it really was. And Christopher Ray's over there like, well, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everything everything they asked him, he's like, I agree with the findings. Right. Yeah. Uh, I This happened before I got here. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. You know. What a thing he inherited. Hey, bye. Yeah. And to think Yeah, he started. says, I didn't think I would be staring down the barrel of an impeachment uh, for not turning over classified information in an open investigation. Mm-hmm. You guys are blowing my fucking mind right mm-hmm. now. It makes me happy seeing Rosenstein and how strong he is right now. It, that was incredible. Him and Ray sitting there just handing their asses back to them like oh, time yeah. after time after time. You know, he's like, you know, here's the here is the policy. I can't give you these documents. And then he's like, well, Jim Jordan was trying to say, you're hiding information from us. He's like, no, I'm not. It's redacted classified information. He's like, yeah, you're keeping it from us. He's like, no, I don't redact that. My Mm -hmm. team redacts that. I approve it and send it to you. He's like, you're the boss. He's like, yes, I am. (laughs) I love that moment. And I decide you and your dumb fucking face aren't allowed to see this shit. (laughs) It's open and ongoing. It would be offensive to the words. Your stupid eyes and brain on them. (laughs) It would be offensive to the words on the page with your stupid eyes and brain on them is that what you said yes <laughs> it's perfect don't touch my words with your eyes <laughs> yeah. monday uh we also learned senator warner uh he was overheard at a democratic fundraiser in martha's vineyard that if someone he said give me another glass of wine and i'll tell you things that only robert Mueller and i know and then he warned us to buckle up for the next couple of months mm. and and we're going to get into this a little bit later about where i think the trajectory of this uh investigation is going okay uh, also, Monday, we found out Mueller is getting more evidence from Eric Prince. I'm not sure if uh, this resurgence has to do with the investigation into the FBI New York field office leaks or more about the Psy Group and purchase of social media marketing from Russia. But Mueller's team seized his phones. They all have many phones. So many. <laughs> I have two phones. I do. I have a work phone and I have a uh, because the work phone has to be secure because I do send classified information on it. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the. They have like nine phones. I yeah, don't. That's weird. <laughs> all their side hustles. Maybe they have really bad credit, so they have to yeah, go get burners at cricket. cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like Life's tough out here in DC. I'm not making much. <laughs> but he sees the phones and some computers. So this is a sign that Mueller is likely trying to squeeze Prince, right, to get him to rule. Probably, probably to rule on Donald Trump Jr. or Kushner, or maybe even Trump. I don't know. But it's this seems like a sign. And I think that where this would probably go is a, a guilty plea with cooperation. Hell yeah. Um, even though Eric Prince is kind of an asshole, I don't know if he's like a Manafort level asshole. That's a hard it. bar to reach. Um, it is. Scott Stedman released a piece on medium.com with an update to the Psy Group story. He's been tracking that. Jaleesa, you're going to have details for that mm-hmm. later in the show. Bloomberg News came out with a piece Tuesday saying that the Mueller probe could overshadow the midterm elections. Uh, this backs up our theory that he's working on obstruction now, and I think he will have collusion indictments in the fall. Before the election or during? Kind of during. Yeah, me too. 
So put some beans on that. That's what we're saying. I think uh, Natasha Bertrand is saying that. The Atlantic is saying it. Bloomberg is saying it. I think collusion, crimes of collusion, whatever, however they look, whether it's conspiracy or RICO or whatever, whatever those collusion crimes are, they're coming out in the fall, probably September. Wow. That's my thought. <clears throat> fall is my favorite time of year. I'm going to be so happy. Yeah. It's, it's nice. You don't have to worry about, you know the heat anymore yeah in san diego the trees go from green to green yeah <laughs> beautiful shade of green in the fall yeah and your beach body still has to look the same <laughs> yeah that is that is a lot of pressure for san diego it's, it's not fair they get to look hot year round all these i'm a seven sunshine. here i'm a nine in kansas <laughs> oh hey uh yeah so i think that in, it, it, there could be a round of superseding indictments on manafort um anyway whatever those look like and the fact that trump is going to meet with putin this month uh, and we'll likely see pictures of the two of them making out, probably. Um, <laughs> that could play very badly if Mueller is able to indict more Russians and maybe even some Trump campaign aides with crimes of cooperating with Russia. This could be bad optics. I don't know. I don't know how good Trump is at thinking ahead. Uh, he doesn't seem that good, but he's been. But when we find out that he's been like working on this relationship with Justice Kennedy for the last however many years it kind of makes you wonder and then you know russia's been courting him for five to eight years it's like does he think ahead it seems like he's thinking ahead could he be a step ahead of me probably not i think putin thinks ahead and trump does what putin wants i think that's probably what has to happen i think you're right then on wednesday an unsealed warrant application revealed a 10 million dollar loan given to manafort by oleg deripaska uh, this was one of the warrants that led to the approval to search Manafort's home in that pre-dawn no-knock raid. That's how old this is. The wow. affidavit also showed that Deripaska had financially backed Manafort's consulting work in the Ukraine all the way back to 2005. That's why there, the statute of limitations doesn't apply here. Um, and uh, citing the information from a redacted source, basically, is how we got this information. Um, could, could Maybe the redacted source is... Vanderswan, Gates, I don't know. But somebody close to Manafort was cooperating prior to the no-knock raid on his house because that's how they got the information. Mm -hmm. So who it was, I don't know, but I'm, sh I'm sure Mueller's already talking to whoever that is. It could, Like I said, it could be Vanderswan. He could have already gone to jail and gone home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he already been like done with this that whole situation. That's so true. We, think we deported that guy. Uh, then Trump got Justice Kennedy to resign, and that sent shockwaves throughout um, progressive and even establishment circles. The New York Times reported uh, a Russian connection. I'll go over that later in the show. Oh, looking forward to that. That's weird. Yeah, in a really, like, terrorized way. Uh, Mueller filed to sentence Pineda, 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 no, 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 no tilde Pineda, <laughs> in September. Okay, September 7th. Pineda is the American that created uh, those fake identities for the 13 Russians that came to the U.S. and posed right. as citizens back in the Trump campaign as part of that country's effort to meddle in our election. So that guy is going to be sentenced in September. I had one of those guys in college. It's a bunch of fake ideas. Oh. <laughs> I was like, a Russia? What are you trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. It's a poorly executed <laughs> joke. <laughs> no, it was good. Um, the uh, Another Stone aide was subpoenaed. I think that makes three so far that we know of. Jordan, you're going to give us info on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Friday, Michael Flynn's sentencing was delayed another 60 days. Remember, it was 90 days, and then they delayed it again 60 days, and we all thought, oh, they only they only extended it 60 days. That must mean it's going to be the end. Well, it's mm -hmm. not. They extended it another 60 days. Wow. Take beans off of it. Um, <laughs> both parties agreed that the, the you know Flynn's lawyers and, and Mueller, they need more time to provide a status report. The, the status report was due June 29th. 
But uh, Mueller and Flynn's attorneys have asked jointly for an extension to August 24th. And then later on Friday, the judge so ordered the status report due August 24th. Um, at that time, uh, Mueller basically will say whether or not he's ready to sentence um, Flynn or if he'll need more time again. The judge also issued a minute order saying they needed to file a joint application to request that by July 2nd, which is today. So basically, uh, since we all think that there will be more indictments before there's any sentencing of these heavy cooperators, we could see a lot of indictments in July. Wow. Because they're asking for this uh, report to be due by August 24th. That means that what it says to me is it turns this whole case into the rocket docket, which mm -hmm. is what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> that those indictments for collusion will probably come out before August 24th. So when I said the fall, I redact that. Okay. August 24th. Interesting. Unless they extend it again. They might extend it again. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is, is then you run into the election. Right. So... And you Ugh. don't you don't want to be accused of meddling in the election. I was just gonna mm -hmm. say, but can yeah, we'll Trump see Mueller's book if that happens <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, it's I have. Yeah, I don't know. The sentencing of these of these guys could happen before then. Um, I I have a picture of the court filing. It'll be in the newsletter this week. Jordan, you put together this amazing newsletter for us every Thursday morning. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you can get that by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash Mueller, she wrote. Uh, then we learned Friday uh, that Thursday night, the night before, Manafort wrote an appeal saying he doesn't like it in jail and he wants to go home. He's all alone. <laughs> they did. They put him in solitary. Yeah. Uh, that's and probably better. That's mentally anguishing. Definitely. Uh, and I don't care. Yeah. Um, F that guy. So yeah, but he he he, he <laughs> oh wants to God. go home. Can you imagine just being with your thoughts when you're such a horrible person? He's that is the to torture. On, yeah, dude. Just, yeah, I think that's the point. Oh, yeah, but man. he you know he's in there all by himself, and he his lawyers are trying to say, look, we can't put a case together like this. We live two hours away, and we have to drive every time we want to meet him. He's like, you know what? You should have thought of that before you witness tampered. And yeah. Also, yeah. Welcome to the lives of so many like spouses across America. Thank you. And like just, you know, most citizens, like poor people, brown people, like everyone that's treated with less like privilege. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, does that suck? Oh, it's too right. bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't even give a fuck. I hate that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's going down. People, people get angry at me on social media. They're like, I can't believe you have so much hatred and that you want to see people uh, in jail and suffer. And I'm like, if it's him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't mean, know he, if you've ever seen Inglorious Bastards, but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I like it. And he's inadvertently and directly caused the suffering and deaths, possibly, of uh, many people. Oh, oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, fuck yeah. that guy. I, yeah, I, I, I blame that whole campaign for what's going on at the border right now. It's, yeah. It's and anything that... I don't even want to talk about what might happen with uh, a new hard right Supreme Court justice. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that after the break, but uh, those are the facts. We'll be right back. Hello, thanks for listening to Mueller She Wrote. I'm talking to you because we could use your help. There's lots of costs associated with creating a podcast. There's editing, sound equipment, writing and research, hosting, shipping costs and merch, branding and web design, consulting and IT, and I'm not too proud to ask for your support. Our patrons are the single source of revenue to cover these costs, and to be totally transparent, we're still in the red. That's where you come in. 
By becoming a patron, you not only support our efforts, but you support women in podcasting and media. And the best part is that it's not a one-way street. In return for your pledge, you'll get access to our bonus content and ad-free episodes. You'll receive our weekly newsletter and our MSW Book Club membership. And you'll get all sorts of great rewards like t-shirts, stickers, reusable tote bags made from 100% recycled materials, and even our limited edition polonium tea from Russia with Love, created just for us by our friends at joysteaspoon.com. So please help us out and head over to MullerSheWrote.com and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. Hot notes. All right, welcome back. Thank you guys for sticking around. You'll be glad you did because I'm going to address the retirement of Justice Kennedy and potential squid pro crow and maybe a Russian connection. But first, Jaleesa, you have an update for us on the Scott Stedman story in Medium about the Psy Group, right? Yes, And if I you do. remember, we thought they were Israeli, but then Scott found out they were funded mostly by Russian money. Mm-hmm. And now apparently he has an additional update. Yep. So, yeah, Scott's the homie. He has a really good article in Medium called Psy Group's Sister Company Controlled by Russian Billionaire. So Psy Group, as we know, is a private intelligence company that met with Trump Jr., Eric Prince, and George Nader during the 2016 election campaign. And after a month-long investigation into this group, it's been revealed that one of Psy Group's sister companies is controlled by a Russian billionaire. So, you know, Mueller's following the money. So the CEO of Psy Group, Joel Zamel, met with Trump's people in August 2016 to pitch their social media strategy to the campaign. Right, and everybody, that's the second Trump Tower meeting that mm-hmm. we've been talking about. There are two now. It's not just June. It's mm-hmm. August. Yeah, and, and yeah. That's what another thing that went down. The mm-hmm. one with that uh, footage that came out? Yeah. Exactly. No, no, no. That's no, Cohen. That one. No, that's Cohen. Oh, they oh, all had meetings right, at Trump right. Tower, which is yeah. I get them confused too, but yeah, this one yeah, is. Sorry, different. I should There's definitely. There's so many Trump Tower meetings. Mm-hmm. I know. I apologize, but do you remember the first June with Veselnitskaya, the, yes. right. the Trump Tower meeting? Mm-hmm. There's another one just like that, just as big with Nader like Prince their actual team. and yeah. and and the Psy Group in August, August second or third, and that also co- uh, correlates with when Deripaska was landing and Manafort and Kalimnik were dining, right? And then yeah. he took all that back, and and Nastya Rybka got the video on the yacht and. And now she's in jail and mm-hmm. Navalny released the tape and he's in jail. So that whole thing kind of happened right at that same time, too. So it, you, when you tie it all together, it's mind blowing. Yeah, the whole web is pretty crazy. <clears throat> it really is. So the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times reported that after Trump was elected, Nader paid Zamel two million dollars. The world died. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah, basically. So supposedly this $2 million uh, was for an unrelated venture in which another one of Zamel's companies created a presentation demonstrating the impact of social media and uh, pretty much its impact on Trump getting elected. So Zamel's lawyer, Mark Mukasey, said, quote, not only are you treading over ground that has been so or has been well traversed by others to no avail, but your facts are also wrong. You're chasing ghosts. He just talks funny to me. I think. Yeah. And, and we've heard that before. For, because we've we've talked about this particular uh, mm-hmm. event, yes, and, yes, and then the the, the, the uh, subsequent event, and then of course Mukasey going, "Oh, you chasing ghosts?" And, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And so he also is claiming nothing came out of the Trump Tower meeting. Uh, so as we know from previous reporting, Psy Group's parent company, Protexter Limited, is registered in the British Virgin Islands. However, we just learned that one of Protexter's other companies, MGTM Financial Services Limited, is controlled by a multi-billion dollar Moscow-based business association called Metropole Group. So, MGTM? Yeah, MGTM. So it's like... MGMT like the band but, <laughs> oh, no. but, but more stupid exactly yeah, yeah illegal yeah. exactly okay. yes yeah. totally 
And probably so, not on hallucinogens. Yeah, not as cool. <laughs> Damn it. They might need them, yeah. I need my British Virgin Island shell companies to be on hallucinogens <laughs> at all times. Yes, yes. So a 2016 report prepared by MGTM confirms that the company is, quote, under the common control of Metropole Group. Furthermore, the MGTM website was registered under a Metropole employee, and the two original directors of the company were Metropole's COO and the head of debt and instruments for them. So basically, there's no denying that the head MG- of debt and instruments. The head of debt instruments. So basically, they controlled oh, the, they the debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's I'm pretty- like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's no denying that MGTM and Metropole were super tight. God, I hate the name of that. It's bothering me. Yeah, it's really... My I, OCD is angry. It's mm-hmm. MGMT. I know. I was thinking the same thing. And even autocorrect doesn't want it to be MGTM. Right, it's all like squiggly red. Exactly, yeah, squiggly red line. <laughs> yeah, we should, they, should re, they should rethink that. Go to Home Depot, pick up some paint chips, <laughs> pick a color, Change and your call your brand. summer breeze. There you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Surf Horizon. <laughs> So they're basically they're the sister company of Side Group, and um, they're an intelligence company that tried to work with Trump during the 2016 election. So all of these roads keep leading back to Russia. In fact, Metropole is controlled by a Russian billionaire named Mikhail Slipinchuk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens like after you vomit at a party or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when you throw up and slip in it. Oh, it's uh, great. Slip and chuck. Um, chuck. Although reverse order, I guess it would be chuck and slip. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, slip and chuck, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you slip on the marble floor, you hit your head, you vomit. <laughs> I love it. Slip yeah. and chuck. That is the most slapstick last name I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> I like, what's his first name? Mikhail. Mikhail. Yes. Th- this sounds like a like a great stage name for a comedian. Mikhail Slip and Chuck. Yes. yes. That put a smile on my face. And he comes out in like a Hawaiian shirt and some cargo shorts. And he's like, hey, I'm slipping Chuck. There's fake slipping around. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the dumbest thing ever. Dunk. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> There's an old joke by George Carlin called... Uh, where he talks about a hotel being called the Sleep and Fuck. Oh, God. And it's got one of those neon signs that's like, Sleep, fuck, oh, right. sleep, fuck, sleep and fuck, sleep and fuck, sleep and fuck. So when you said Slip and Chuck, that was immediately what I thought of. Oh, my that's goodness. So funny. Slip, Chuck, Slip, Chuck, Slip and Chuck, Slip and Chuck, Slip and Chuck. Okay, we spent okay. a lot of time on that last name, That's but it had one. to be addressed. It I'd did. never heard it's it before. It's too good to not riff. That's beautiful. It. God, I hope he's indicted because then we can say it again. Oh yeah, he'll come up again. I bet. <laughs> I hope so it's fun. So um, this guy, our new favorite character, he's a government <laughs> official and member of uh, Putin's political party, or at least he was from twenty uh, uh, two thousand eleven to twenty sixteen. And after Slippinchuk's offshore empire was revealed in 2016 by the Panama Papers, he decided not to seek re-election. Good call. So um, he's still pretty well connected in Russia's business and political worlds, though. And um, something else worth mentioning is that the money trail of shell companies associated with Psy Group all come down to the Cyprus branch of a company called Trident Trust. May I take your Trident, sir? Yes. 
Trident Trust is a provider of corporate trust and fund administration services, and Protexter, along with 15 other companies, is listed under the Cypress branch. So um, the really interesting thing about this is even though Trident has thousands of companies around the world, the Cypress branch only accounts for 16 of those companies. And so Mueller is looking into all 16 of them because for some reason, public information on them is really hard to find. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. How come I don't have any shell companies? I feel like I'm missing out yeah on something you're out of the loop yeah i like there, I, I feel like there's so many you could probably afford one of them or i don't know how much <laughs> they cost how much is one I, shell company yeah. <laughs> it's not how it i works. think you just set it up i don't yeah. think you do you anything could, could you put like a dollar in there could i have a shell company i don't even think it's a bank account situation. they wouldn't even let me i think it's just a put a dba in the newspaper and say i'm starting a thing and oh. then find a, a piece of shit shack that you can Maybe, I don't know, rent for a dollar a month or whatever. Wow. Uh, so you have an address, and then uh, voila. Yeah, yeah. how and cool sell, is that? Sell shells from it. Being, <laughs> being Mueller. Yeah, she- sell shells by the seashore. <laughs> she sells seashells from her shell company. Uh, I think I think Mueller, she wrote, is like actually a, a more legitimate business than yeah. I mean, we, we should. Companies yeah, are. just like, uh, doesn't John Oliver always get like fake like companies just mm-hmm. to, for the irony? Uh, so he started funny. a super pack too. Yeah, I yeah. I wonder if we could do so that. So did Stephen Colbert. Yeah, we should do oh, yeah, something fun. So because we're comedians. We can, we can do something silly. Let's get like a stupid shell company. But, Spend so, a dollar. But, but then all the money goes to charity, right? So, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. We'll just like somehow wire it back to like, like Marlon blue, Bundo. Swing blue. <laughs> yeah. Like the Marlon Bundo book, the Better Bundo book. Oh, yeah. So can use shell companies for good, right? I think the problem is that they you can do whatever you want. They with the use money. them for like shady stuff. Is well, that's because that. you're yeah you're yeah. If it. you're already that greedy, you're probably not. It's hidden. super chill. <laughs> okay, so getting back to it, um, I mean it's all of it, but uh, yeah, this particular <laughs> getting back to it, it's the all end. <laughs> We're fucked. Um, no, this this particular branch. Um, this is what we do know about it, even though it's really hard to get information. So far, we've learned that. Five of the 16 companies are affiliates or directors of Slip and Chunks <laughs> banks or companies. Are there any vowels in there? There's a couple. We got, we got three. <laughs> it's like playing Will of Fortune. Like, let me, let me guess. You like to buy a better name? <laughs> like to use it for You can money. buy a shell company. You can change your last name, Oh, bro. yes. Easily, easily. You can be Mikhail Summer Breeze. Right. You don't have to go with and I, you know, a part of me does feel bad for making fun of their name because you can't help your name, but also I, you can you buy. Can. It. You technically can. You can make you can make a difference in right. your own name. <laughs> Slip and chunk sounds like something people. something Saul Goodman would do. Like yeah, sounds yeah. like some sort of like a when he was. I can't remember what he. Oh, he's got so many. That yeah. show is so. It's great. a great one. I'm sure yeah. he wasn't bullied as a child like he would be in the states. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not because that's probably more. Um, because you know, yeah. might be normal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That and he'll slit your throat. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Um, so we also know that three of the 16 companies have directors that are affiliates of multiple large Russian banks. And we know that no. <laughs> right. We know that one of the 16 companies use the same secretarial service as Paul Manafort and the Cyprus branch. So uh, Scott goes way deeper into like the previous ownership of the Cy Group and this guy named Hamburger. And I'm sure he's a fun one. Um, <laughs> you guys just you should really take out this article on Medium. But the summary is basically the August 2016 meeting in Trump Tower with Trump Jr., Eric Prince, George Nader, and Joel Zamel from Cy Group has become a direct focus of Mueller's investigation. He even 
subpoenaed them for their bank records, as we know. Um, and and Cypress basically it's just it's something that he's really into because you can't just Google it. And so uh, not to mention that Zamel, whose companies have previously worked for Russian oligarchs, is currently working with investigators. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Zamel is also the CEO of Wikistrat. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wikistrat. We, yeah, we all know that because he made those business public or those business records public, which makes sense. Um, but it's it's weird because now people wonder why he would try so hard to withhold his connection to Psy Group. So, yeah, um, I feel like that's pretty much the gist of it. Uh, the Yeah, yeah, the updates are a little Psy Group story. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that, uh, yeah, he found a new, yeah, Scott Stedman found a new connection. So. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I yield my time to the chair. Oh, <laughs> Maxine Walters is my hero. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Yeah, yeah. Reclaiming my time. I just love watching her talk. She's just like, She's no awesome. shame. Yeah, yeah. She's awesome. I dig it. I dig it. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. Of course. Right. And the slip and chunk. I'm going to be enjoying that. Slip and chunk. Yeah. Um, slip and slide is what I think. <clears throat> That's what now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Slip yeah. and chunk, hamburger, and wiki strat. All the <laughs> words that were in that article. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know when I think of the names that we've been having to deal with, like cock and pecker <laughs> and uh, slip and chunk now. Yeah. yeah. We're doing our best. It's. Oh, we it's try. Not, we try. It's really five again, five years old. It's hard, <laughs> you guys. It's really hard. Uh, anyway, Jordan, uh, you have an update uh, on. on Nixon back, right? Yes, Nixon back. Roger Stone. I'm bringing Nixon back. I'm bringing oh, Nickelback. We got two different artists in mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah mine's talented. True. Yep. Yep. I do like um, Nickelback. <laughs> like you openly aren't afraid to like Nickelback. Oh, like, same. Out I'm the and proud. I'm the same. Thank you, Jordan. <gasps> and Creed. <gasps> yeah. I'm not and even stained. kidding. And Stain. Dude, mm-hmm. I fuck with some Stain. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. I feel like I've done that before on here. We've done How? Creed. They sound oh, similar. Yeah. <laughs> How did I choose you? <laughs> I mean, it's more because, like, my dad would just drive me around and blast that shit. And, yeah, my yeah. mom would play Nickelback. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh um, so I'm probably the... old enough to be your mother. That's <laughs> freaking me out now. So now it's somebody my age who likes Nickelback yeah. and Creed and Stain. Totally. Oh, they, mm, mm. You know what? Let's talk about something more pleasant to me. <laughs> Roger, Roger Stone. Stone. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Okay, so so Nixon back. Uh, he, he has a, another associate now. And uh, to the longtime advisor, Roger Stone, named Andrew Miller, who has been subpoenaed before a grand jury by Robert Mueller and his team. Um, So this now marks the third person that has been subpoenaed (laughs) in front of a grand jury. And they're they're going to do the same thing that uh, the opposition has been doing, basically, to question the validity of the subpoena on the grounds that Mueller uh, was legally unsound and illegitimate uh, in the appointment process. Yeah, that's pretty much the going was. thing right now is to, when, if you get subpoenaed by Miller or Mueller and you have to do something, uh, what they're going to try to do is they're going to try to file a motion <clears throat> to say it's all illegitimate because Mueller should have never been appointed in the first place and if he was supposed to be appointed, he's out of his scope. And that's been denied a few times by yeah. a couple of judges. So Yeah, it's the weakest defense. It is like how many times do you think this is going to get tried in court? And it's like, it's it's a definition of insanity, yeah. trying the same and, thing, and think and it's going to come back different. And, totally. Yeah, and as these judges keep denying it, it's just adding ammo for the next judge to say, it's been denied twice by other judges, mm-hmm. and judges are really big on respecting other judges' decisions. Right, and so, stop wasting my time. Oh, there we go. Uh, Ellis gets pissed, I, uh, yeah. as we know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it, so there's not too much details yet that the New York Times broke the story on Thursday. There's not too much details out as of now when we're recording this on this Andrew Miller guy and any of the ex- uh, explicit details. But <clears throat> basically, uh, this is in 
the same vein that he's investigating these other folks as it relates to whether or not Stone and his team had advanced knowledge of the material allegedly hacked by Russian intelligence. So that's primarily what this is related to. Uh, Miller's lawyer, his name is Paul Kaminar. I'm sure we'll be hearing his name a lot. He's the one that's going to try to file that motion um, and say that it was an illegitimate appointment of Robert Mueller. Just <laughs> so absurd. Makes me laugh. And uh, the other two that are now in this camp as well, uh, if you remember, Jason Sullivan is one that was also subpoenaed. Uh, mm-hmm. He's the social media expert from California hired by Stone during the campaign. And he recently flew to Washington to appear before Mueller's grand jury. So it's, it's probably, not looking good, the prospects of the attorney he's a, getting He's a that. social media specialist. Okay. Mm-hmm. We probably know that guy. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised like if, we, if he's been to a mic or two. Yeah. You know, hey, what's up, Jason? Yeah. Come to my show. <laughs> totally. Uh, and then the other guy is uh, John Kakanis. Kakanis. That's right. Yeah. John yeah. Kakanis, who worked for Stone as an Slip assistant and driver. And they should <laughs> start a, a law firm together. Yes. And here at Slip and Shock and Kakanis. We, we obviously don't do real work. Yeah, we, we don't come to us. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Nice. I'm so sorry I stepped on your riff. Slip and Chuck Kakanis and Pecker. We I should we it. should find the best names in all of this whole investigation. We'll put them, on a put hat. them together in a we'll law figure firm. It out. Yeah. Make some commercial. <laughs> slip and Chuck and Kakanis. We're here for you in case you slip and fall in some vomit. <laughs> That's, that's the work they're going to have to be reduced to after <laughs> this all is all All we do done. is slip and fall in vomit cases. <laughs> yeah. At least they're consistent. Yeah. <laughs> do you hear Trump's name and vomit and then slip in it? <laughs> Come to Slip and Chuck and Kakana. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, John Kakanis, he he worked for Stone as an assistant and driver. He was also subpoenaed to give testimony to Mueller, and that was reported by um, news last month. Uh, so Stone, as we know, uh, just just a refresher, aggressive political backer of Nixon and Trump. He was around during the Watergate scandal, and he just uh, he's I mean, the the walls are crumbling around this guy. They're, he he's in trouble as we covered last week for him and Caputo's exchange with uh, Henry Henry Greenberg, yeah. <laughs> and the Russian with the MAGA hat. Yeah, like, hey, what's up, fellas? <laughs> yeah. Nothing weird here. <laughs> um, you like? Yeah. I get you stuff. <laughs> yeah, two they, million. Exactly. They failed to disclose to Congress <laughs> that they met that character, and well, they forgot. They misremembered the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. When I was, yeah. I didn't, didn't even think of it until you brought it up. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think of that guy completely decked out and make America yeah, great again. Things looking like a freaking idiot. A Russian who asked for two million dollars. I it just I just forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Um. So yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, my prediction is that their motion will not go through, and they will be forced to appear in front of that grand jury. Well, that's your prediction. That is my prediction. Put some beans on it. All right, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. Uh, chunk. Stone has <laughs> Stone did not respond to a request for comment on the Miller subpoena as well. Of course they not. They never do. He'll 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 he won't respond legitimately, but he'll put something out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a drunken cigar rant. Yeah. Uh anyway, let's talk a minute about Justice Kennedy. Um and Trump and Kennedy's kid and Deutsche Bank and Russia. So it appears on all accounts that uh, there's something more than just a normal justice retirement going on here. If you've noticed in the past, Kennedy has been a swing vote that usually goes our way. 
Um, marriage equality is a good mm-hmm. example. He tends to follow the zeitgeist, what the people uh, want, right? The, the feeling of the time. That's what the zeitgeist is. Um, time ghost. Mm-hmm. Is what, is what it, that's a cool name. German's, that's what that means? Yeah. German's time ghost? Spirit of the times. Holy yeah. shit. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. Germans are neat. But uh, recently, um, Kennedy has been coming down on the wrong side of shit. Um, folks like to blame Gorsuch, but it's important to note that Gorsuch's Gorsuch's Gorsuch and Slip and Chunk. <laughs> Gorsuch replaced Scalia. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Scalia was always an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like we got a bigger asshole. It's the same asshole mm-hmm. in, in the asshole seat. Yeah. Yeah. Same so, size asshole. P- yeah. People <laughs> like to blame Gorsuch, but I, 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 Kennedy's the one that's, to me, been fucking up recently. Yeah. Hmm. And he wrote the opinion on Citizens United. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. He sure did. He's fucked us in a few, a few times in a few ways. Something else to note, uh, while Trump has been a vocal critic of SCOTUS, when I say SCOTUS, I mean the Supreme Court of the United States, just yeah, so yeah. You know, uh, and the judiciary in general, um, he has reserved any criticism when it comes to Kennedy. Uh, and I think that's by design, so that they could preserve Kennedy's legacy uh, if he were to step down at the end of the most recent session, as he was rumored to be considering. Um, taking that a step further, the White House warned Kennedy uh, that time was of the essence because of the impending and almost certain blue wave that would hit Congress in November. So as much as Trump's out there, it'll be a red wave. Everything's going my way. Right. I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> um, as much as he's out there saying that behind closed doors, he's like, we're going to get our fucking asses kicked in November. Yeah. And we need to do this now he wants to show a sign of strength and i get that but yeah he's well not just that he wants to do this before we take over congress so we can Mm -hmm. block his nomination exactly and as far as anyone can tell there were no direct efforts to lobby kennedy directly to resign um and this is not the first time a president has done their level best to create a vacancy in the supreme court either way um there was a concentrated yet subtle effort to ensure the vacancy um giving Trump the opportunity to change the essence and direction of the SCOTUS for decades to come. They were thinking long term for sure. That's what the SCOTUS is. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just I didn't even consider it when when they were like holding back the nomination when Obama was president. I was like, oh man, this sucks. <clears throat> but I was like, well, it's not gonna. Well, that's why everybody was pissed off at progressives who refused to vote for Hillary. Yeah. Because you know that's fine, it's... and now you're going to be stuck with a hard right court for the rest of mm-hmm. your fucking life. Exactly. Good luck trying to get an abortion. Or right. Good luck trying to get married gay. Or good yeah. luck whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good it's luck being whole brown. Lifetime. Yeah. Um, You're so right. And, and that's one of the reasons, you know, I, I was trying to get people to vote uh, for Hillary because not not just because she was a qualified candidate and you know wh- whatever you think of her, but the important thing is 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 that the, I you know I've got a lot of privilege, but there are people whose lives are depending on the fact that. Trump didn't become president. Right. And now that's seems to be actually what's happening. I, I keep thinking like <clears throat> if, if Hillary won, people wouldn't have been like crying for their lives the way that people cry over Trump. Like it's just so many people I know like were terrified about a you know, a Trump presidency and we're in it and now we know why. Like if people didn't realize at we the have time, concentration camps for babies. Exactly. Like it's already happening. We're okay, already here. Internment camps. What, yeah, whatever Tinder word makes age you feel camps. Yeah. Whatever makes you not break down on television. Like Rachel Maddow, she's my hero and seeing her like I know it, it was like a couple of weeks ago now, but like still like that's it, oh, gosh, the fact that this is our reality. It's still, no, I mean I didn't want to offend uh people the Jewish at, people by Oh, I see what you're saying. Exactly. I thought you were being almost right sarcastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're right. It's it's not the same as that. It's also terrifying that even in this is where we are already. It doesn't have to be the same as that for it to be really shitty. Exactly. Um, yeah. But, I mean, 
have you guys noticed, usually the right hates Kennedy. Usually. He voted to uphold access to abortion. He voted to limit the death penalty. And he voted for marriage equality. So there's been times conservatives wanted to actually impeach Kennedy, which you can do, by the way. So with the announcement of his retirement, it becomes clear why Trump was being so nice to him all these years. And it didn't stop with the niceness. Okay. Gorsuch clerked for Kennedy. As did two other picks Trump made for future vacancies, Kavanaugh and Kethledge. Not to mention, uh, you know how the Trump White House has been staffing all the lower courts. They are usually clerks of Kennedy's. Hmm. So he's really trying to put his legacy in there to make him feel good about retiring. Yeah. So what is there beyond the ass-kissing and the clerky nepotism? Uh, how about actual familial nepotism? Kennedy's kid. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Justin. His name's Justin. 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 If it were a girl, it'd probably be Justice. Oh, Justice could be like a gender neutral name. You're weird. I uh, might name my kid <clears throat> Justice, yeah. What kid? I might have a kid. Put it down. What? <laughs> hey, that's payback for you wanting to put yeah, my wow. cat True, to sleep true. Last week. I wouldn't have him anytime soon. You're right about that. I had no way in shape am I ever ready right now. But um, please never, continue. You know what? You're never ready. I might not just, ever. Just keep that in yeah, mind. Yeah. No one's ever ready for Good a point. Kid. Good point. I wasn't even ready for a dog. So, <laughs> and, here, and here I have one. Uh, Justin, what's up, bro? Uh, sounds like a douche. Uh, he is. Oh, no. He is. Justin spent more than a decade at Deutsche Bank, eventually becoming their global head of real estate capital markets. Oh, my God. Know any other douches in real estate with ties to Deutsche Bank? Yep. Anybody? Jesus. Anyone? Not Jesus. Trump. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus isn't into real estate very much. It's carpenter builds his own shit. Right. Uh, Justin was Trump's most important lender. In the late aughts, uh, when the economy crashed, 06, 07, uh, and uh, Trump was on his fifth bankruptcy or some shit, I don't know, I'm guessing, some bankruptcy, uh, no one would lend him or his family any fucking money except Russia through Deutsche Bank, hmm. who ended up giving him well over a billion dollars in loans. Oh, my goodness. When no other reputable bank would. And this is just Justin. This isn't... <gasps> Deutsche Bank or Russia in general. This is just Justin. Yeah. So now, is this weird? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Did anything illegal happen here? No, I'm guessing. Not that I can tell on the face of it. There's a lot of conjecture out there about possible squid pro quo or maybe a big payoff to get Kennedy to resign, maybe from the Kochs. Uh, but I, I don't see that as being something we can rely on as truth at this point. The only thing I think uh, that stands between Trump and a new Supreme Court justice is absolute and unequivocal evidence that would implicate Trump and his campaign in crimes of collusion. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get that in time because he's picking, he's making a pick on July 9th. Okay, that's what, uh, a week from now? Yeah. Okay. I don't understand how, is this like a democratic way of doing things where we say we're going to allow the Republicans to take this in an unprecedented way this position and then we'll just watch them take it like we have no power in congress <laughs> that's what it is okay that's exactly what and it we is. have no time yeah and we have no time well wow. anyway i don't think we're gonna get that kind of crime until the fall yeah yeah uh kennedy retires at the end of july trump said he's gonna make his pick july 9th that's a week from now mcconnell went nuclear on scotus nominations last year meaning right. they only of need course. a simple majority yep. to confirm a justice so the Dems cannot filibuster, and we have no power in either house to legally yeah. stop this. <laughs> so there's been a lot of, you know, oh, we, we, he shouldn't be able to uh, make this pick because he's under investigation. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry, that's not a rule. Yeah. They shouldn't be able to make this pick if the Supreme Court is going to be the one that's deciding his case. But was their rule a rule? Was it a real one that he, you can't have a Supreme Court pick during an election year? Is that a real rule? That's just what, it's not a rule. It's just that's what, what they, McConnell was. No, like, that's yeah. not a rule, but so, they had the power in the oh, Congress. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It's just, yeah, the to hypocrisy always blows my mind. You have to remember their, who's yeah. in charge, exactly. right? So here's what we have to do. I have an idea, mm -hmm. okay? And I know that I was a little less than optimistic <laughs> yeah, this yeah. week. Everyone's like, hey, G, help me out. Make me feel better. I'm you like, were in mm, shock. we're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, Canada, here we come. <laughs> <clears throat> but, you know, here's what you have to do. Uh, action, right? So mm -hmm. get a pen. We have to put some senators on blast, including Claire McCaskill, Susan Collins, Bob Corker, and Jeff Flake. The first two are moderate pro-choice female Republicans. The latter two just hate Trump. Hmm. Okay, and you could throw McCain in there too if you want, but I don't think he's well enough to vote. Right. So I don't I don't think he is actually in the mix at this point. So again, Claire McCaskill, Susan Collins, Bob Corker, and Jeff Flake. If we can get two of them to block this, to block a nomination until the election. It'll work? That, yes. Oh, well, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so call them, write them, go out to their offices. If you're in Maine, go see Susan. If, you know, go to yeah. their office, make noise, and we have to do it. We have a week to do it. We I'm have a week to convince them that that McConnell held off the nomination of Merrick Garland <clears throat> for a year because he said he wanted the election was coming up and he wanted the people to decide. Well, we have an election coming up, mm -hmm. and if he's going to stay consistent with that message, the people should be able to decide. Right. And he's in, not. In order, he won't. He won't. We should hold. He him. won't. But that yeah. is what we can tell. The Corker, McCaskill, yes. Collins, uh, McCain, and Flake. Exactly. So get, do, make, mm -hmm. right? Spam them. Yeah. Calls. Tweet storm. That's everything. what I'm going to do. Tweet storm. Tweet everything that you can do. Mm -hmm. Call to action. You heard it from me. Do it now. Yes. I assume there will be a lot of arguments saying, uh, like I said, a president under investigation should not be able to pick a judge because the judge may be deciding subpoenas and cases involving the president. Um, and, uh, you know, others will say he was elected illegitimately. Trump was elected illegitimately. He shouldn't be able to pick a judge. Hmm. Additionally, others are telling me that if it turns out there's a massive, disgusting level of illegal activity with Russia, we should be able to go back in time and undo SCOTUS nominations. I don't think that's, yeah. I don't think that's how it works. And I, I, that's never happened. I wish there was a way. One of our listeners even suggested changing the number of justices through an act of Congress. And Ooh. this has happened before a few times, but there's a few things wrong with this idea because, first of all, you need 60 votes in the Senate right now to pass a law because of the filibuster, which mm. is used every time now. And we don't have that, and we're not going to have it after November. Right. Um, it's mathematically impossible. And even if we could, those seats, those justices, are removed through attrition, meaning you wait for them to retire, and then you just don't backfill their seat. Oh. So it's not like you get to just... We're going down to seven justices. You and you, pack your bags. It's yeah, not, you it's not how it goes. You yeah. have to wait until the next two retire, and then you don't get mm. to backfill them. And you just hope that those two are hard right people, and it's, they're not going to be. It's going to be, you know, Ruth Bader yeah. Ginsburg. And I don't know if this was Putin's plan or just the Republicans, but somebody, like, they're all putting their eggs in so many different baskets to, like, ruin the Republic, and, like, this is one of the ones that's actually working. Like, maybe they couldn't do the bans and they couldn't do, like, other stuff, and, like, we caught them with some of the hacking, but this is one of the avenues that they took that they're like, oh, they actually might get this one. They, and I didn't even personally see it coming. I mean, I remember when we were flipping out over, you know, when Obama was 
president, but I forgot that this one was the one that was going to come back to bite us. Just like net neutrality might come back around, and we're all just like, yeah, I guess it happened. No, we didn't, honestly we didn't know. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I was so surprised, guilty. and that yeah. he didn't wait, and and I was uh, a little pissed off by that. Yeah. And now there is the uh, possibility of impeaching a justice, hmm. but again, you need a filibuster-proof majority, and you also need cause. So. Don't yeah. expect that to be a way right. out. Right. So I'm, and cause, I'm afraid yeah. this is how it's going to go down. Uh, unless, of course, we hit up those four senators I mentioned, urge them to block the nomination until the election so we can get back into the majority and control the pick the way McConnell did with Merrick Garland. Uh, again, Claire McCaskill, Susan Collins, Bob Corker, Jeff Flake, John McCain. Um, and again, I'm still n- I'm not sure if John McCain's well enough. You probably to, shouldn't spam him. Vote. Right? And I, yeah, I feel unless you want to say like urging get anyone well, to flood but, him with mm, protests. But, yeah. <laughs> don't say get well. That seems awful. So dude. call your senators. Uh, those four don't relent. Use your voices. Tell them to block this nomination. Uh, if anyone else can think of any legal angle that I'm missing, hit us up at Mueller. She wrote on Twitter so we can spread the word. I'm happy to do it. This is the only thing I can come up with right now, and I'm sorry. Like, I was sitting there last night, like, why didn't I fucking go to law school? God damn it. You know, I want to have that thought. Yeah, that's funny, because, like, five minutes ago, I was just thinking that I I was like, I just want to go to law school so I can just know. Yeah. Yeah, we can always study it. There's Google for everything. So you can know what to do. Yeah, yeah. All right, you guys. Um, anyway, sorry, I wish the news was better, but yeah. th- that's my plan. That's our new slogan. I wish, sorry, I wish the news was better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. Are you fascinated by mysterious legends, the paranormal, or UFOs? Do stories of murder, missing persons, and con men send you down internet rabbit holes? Did you grow up watching the TV show Unsolved Mysteries? Does Robert Stack's voice haunt your nightmares? Then our podcast is for you. I'm Liz. And I'm Samantha. Join us every Wednesday as we discuss the original Robert Stack episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Follow along with us on Amazon Prime or just tune in for our weekly podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and social media at Perhaps It's You. Hello, welcome back. Are you guys ready for our Fantasy Indictment League? Yeah. Today's Fantasy Indictment League, Celebrity Edition, we have the one and only Rogue NASA. Um, we follow them on Twitter if you're not already. They're truly amazing. Uh, they have like a million followers. I can't tell you about the nature of who's behind it, um, and we need to disguise their voice. I don't even do that. <laughs> so they're super top secret. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how awesome they are and, and how much they have to make sure that they're shielded from this administration. So welcome, Rogue NASA. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. So tell us how Rogue NASA got started. Sure. The Rogue NASA Twitter account is the unofficial resistance team from NASA. On day one, this administration began removing climate science from government websites, and we knew we had to take a stand. If NASA is ever silenced, we will continue to communicate climate change. It's part of our mission which says NASA is tasked with providing the widest practicable and appropriate dissemination of information concerning its activities and the results thereof. We think what this administration is doing is wrong, and if NASA information is removed or our scientists are told to stop talking, we will be there for them. Well, I'm glad to hear you'll be for us uh, if NASA is ever silenced. Um, You said you don't agree with what this administration is doing, but what, what about Space Force? We don't need a space force. Military leaders have come out against it. Astronauts have come out against it. The Air Force already does the job and they do it well. 
We do need to monitor space junk and there is some cause for concern to our satellites but we don't need a separate branch of the military to deal with it. And if he is talking about weaponizing space that's an entirely different issue altogether. Well, who has any idea what he's talking about, right? So, <laughs> so we have a weekly fantasy indictment league here on Muller She Wrote where we ask celebrity guests such as yourself or at least people I consider to be celebrities to pick three people they think will be indicted next, like their draft, their dream draft. So who would you pick and why? So while I want it to be someone like Jared, I'm going to say he's ineligible based on his proximity to God Emperor. This leaves me to choose between those who aren't in the White House, who aren't family, who aren't cooperating, and those names I only know. For instance, the random Dutch lawyer married to the daughter of the oligarch. I never would have guessed him. Let's say Michael Cohen is ineligible because technically he is not part of the Mueller investigation. Yet. Let's narrow it down. Roger Stone. Eric Prince because he just turned over his phones and laptops so it might be too soon. Besides, that guy is a Bond villain and he knows how to hide evidence. Carter Page. Flynn Jr. Though Daddy probably made that sweet, sweet deal to spare the man behind the worst Twitter account ever. Just by previous indictments, at least one will be someone we've never heard of before slash are completely not expecting. So I'll go with Roger Stone because he said it himself lately and there's no way Nixon Jr. is clean. Julian Assange for two reasons. One, Roger Stone. And two, WikiLeaks released the emails. And Carter Page because he's had how many FISA warrants against him now? You don't get that by being a good boy, and he probably lied before Congress. All right, so you got Stone, Page, and Assange. I think those are good picks. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say about the Mueller investigation? No one is above the law. There are Mueller firing rapid response protests ready to go, so find one near you. If Mueller, Rosenstein, or hell, even Sessions are fired with the intent of getting rid of Mueller, we march. You can get information at act.moveon.org. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, and thank you for the work that you do. Again, you can follow Rogue NASA on Twitter at Rogue NASA. Uh, they've been featured on BBC, CBS, and now Muller She Wrote. So have a great week. Thanks again for talking to us. Awesome, right? Yeah, so cool. cool. I know. Now, I, I also want to add to Fantasy Indictment League your Andrew Miller. Yeah. From your Roger Stone aide that Jordan talked about. So put him down. Whoever's keeping track of these, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anyone actually has an actual ongoing list of our fantasy team, reach out. I'd love to get a copy. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I, I think I feel like people are going through the episodes. And I think if we put a wiki together that we should have on the episode uh, listing who the fantasy indictment picks are for that oh, week. Oh, good right? idea. Um, I, I, like, I, I'm imagining a, a, a table with each episode title the news stories that are covered and the indictment picks for that week. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I, that's how I'm seeing it. That'd be nice, yeah. All right, you guys ready for sabotage? Oh, yeah. All right, a story was published this week in the New York Times about Rosenstein. Despite, yeah, Snoop Dagg. <laughs> Thanks to Asha. Or South Dakota say Snoop Dagg. Snoop Dagg. Oh, very nice. Snoop Dagg, hey. <laughs> uh, despite his awesome South Dakota is fun uh, despite his awesome performance on the Hill this week in that idiotic emergency session on the House of the House Judiciary Committee it appears that when Trump forced Snoop Dagg to draft that memo to fire Comey like firing Comey because of the Hillary his handling of the Hillary investigation mm -hmm. that actually really shook Rosenstein according to four people familiar with the matter 
Uh, Rosenstein repeatedly expressed anger about feeling like the White House used him as a puppet to fire Comey. Now, in public, he shows none of that, right? But apparently behind closed doors, he, he appeared very conflicted. Now, we all know that House Republicans are trying to impeach Rosenstein by subpoenaing documents they know he's unable to produce because mm-hmm. the DOJ policies disallow the production of classified materials in an ongoing investigation, right? Uh, so they're just trying to get him in a position where the president has reason to fire him so that he can install someone that will impede the Mueller probe. And we've talked about it for months now on this show, the fear of Rosenstein being removed and replaced by someone who will block the Mueller investigation. Exactly. Well, it occurred to me what one of Mueller's backup plans might be. Do you guys remember when we were talking about whether or not Mueller can indict a sitting president? Mm-hmm. And the guy who wrote the Department of Justice policy saying that you cannot indict a sitting president said that you actually can as long as the attorney general or in this case Snoop Dogg because mm-hmm. the attorney general is the racist possum has recused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as long as you get permission from the boss, the boss can rewrite the policy. Nice. Right. We've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't this isn't this part isn't news. Well, built into that rule is the notion that if Mueller asks the, the deputy attorney general for permission to indict the president and Rosenstein says no, or the deputy attorney general says no, the special counsel can then release a full report to Congress. And, and not Devin Nunes. I mean the Gang of Eight, both parties. Okay, And that might be their play if Rosenstein gets replaced. So let's pretend for a minute that the indictments um, are not handed out prior to the election, giving time to the House uh, GOP to create a pretext for Trump to fire Rosenstein. And let's say he does. And let's say Mueller still doesn't get his indictments out while no- Noel Francisco is the acting deputy attorney general. He's the he's the solicitor general right now. Right. He's the guy who went out to dinner publicly with Jeff Sessions and Rosenstein. Rosenstein. Yeah. And yeah, he's the third in line for that. So he'll be acting. And let's say even during that time, Mueller doesn't get his shit done, right? Mm-hmm. After all that, if Trump does get to install a patsy to run the Mueller investigation, I believe Mueller can file sealed indictments, leave him on the docket, then ask the new guy for permission to indict Trump, that person will inevitably say no, and then we get a full public report of his findings, a mechanism of the current policy that would not otherwise be in place. Mm. Wow. I think that's going to be the the way shit goes down. So I actually, as much as I would rather have Rosenstein continue uh, this investigation, it may come to a point where he has to recuse himself because if he's been upset and felt used by the White House like he was made to write this memo for a pretext to, to fire Comey when the real reason was the Russia investigation, then he might have to recuse himself because he's yeah. a witness. And if he does that, I'm, I feel safe knowing that Mueller can just ask the new guy, can I indict Trump? No. All right, cool. And then write the whole fucking report and give it to Congress. Wow. Both parties of Congress. Anyway, put some beans on it. Yeah. yeah. That's very interesting. It is. This is all, this is making me think too what a bummer it is that these things are so nuanced and detailed because the American people do not have the time nor desire generally, you know? I mean, our listeners do because we're civically engaged, but like just watching the hearing between Ray Rosenstein and basically the, you know, GOP aggressors, <laughs> it's, it's like when they present Jim things Jordan. that at face, yeah, they present things at face value, you know, to R- Rosenstein, like, how can you be overseeing an investigation that's based on you firing? So, you know, just, and, and it's like people have to really be smart and dig deep for information and think about stuff like, you know, you think about it and 
I love the way he said, believe me, if I could recuse myself, I would. I don't yeah. want to have fucking anything to do with this ever <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. trust me, sir, I would. Yeah, yeah. You're I right guess though, about the critical thinking element, that's so important. Yeah, that's and the rant. Thank you yeah. for wrapping it up. That's oh, no worries, dude. Yeah, I just, I feel like, honestly, like, this is one of the things that, like, in school... Um, I enjoy critical reading, but I sucked at other subjects. So I feel like some people are just, it, it was never their thing. So they're not going to naturally watch these videos and be like, oh, I wonder what's going on um, between the lines. Exactly. They're just going to take in what they see and be like, oh, I guess well, that's first what's of all, happening. they're not even going to watch it. That's too, but the highlights, even if they catch a, you know, a hearsay or something, you're just going to pick up on the rhetoric that these like Republicans are dragging on. Like, and honestly, so, if yeah. they see that clip with Jim Jordan that we played earlier, I'm fine with that because he got yeah. his ass handed true, to him. True. I don't even care what the, what the nuances you're are. You're right. Because that. we know. Oh, yeah exactly it, it's like fuck that guy he's he's one of the punchable face guys mm-hmm. <laughs> shkreli spencer uh who's the other asshole whose face i want to i wanted to punch gowdy watching yeah gowdy. all right you guys uh down with the q a this week we have a q a this week. yay it's i missed cool. that yeah me too we've had a flip it blue uh segment uh taking the place of this and so we did have quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of questions um sarah oatman said quote since fbi counsel advised struck not to answer certain questions at the committee hearing the other day rosenstein said quote if you have a problem with the instructions given unquote uh, with that being said does this mean all of the conjecture around prior witnesses not answering questions to the house intel could legitimately have been instructed as well um Good question. Uh, I think the FBI could have instructed Hope Hicks and Steve Bannon, for example, not to answer questions in that forum in Congress. And we know that Ted Lieu has uh, asked for the transcripts of Strzok's interview. Um, He's asked for that to be released, and the Republicans are refusing and fighting it, meaning the testimony is probably not good for them. Um, And and the questions that because I, I mean i think we heard some people when we were watching the the hearing we heard some of the senators or the sorry the congressmen saying that they were upset that struck w- was told not to answer certain questions and he mm-hmm. wouldn't because they're part of an open and ongoing investigation i was probably. just gonna say yeah exactly it's like legal advice that they're getting <laughs> right not, not like don't tell them this yeah, and when yeah. Bannon and Hicks refused to answer questions, they could have been instructed by the FBI or Mueller's team to not answer questions pertinent to an open and ongoing investigation. And I'm sorry, but your president is being investigated right now. Mm-hmm. So anything that he wants to know is probably not going to be able to be answered. Um, Irene Rao says she read somewhere that if Dems take the Senate and the House in 2018 and the presidency in 2020, that it would be possible to change the size of SCOTUS from nine to 11 justices is that accurate and what gives them the mechanism um we talked about this earlier the number of justices can be changed by congress at any time and they've done it in the past they just have to pass a law but you need a filibuster proof majority now and that would be mathematically impossible in the senate in 2018 i'd have to see how many seats are up in the senate in 2020 but i still don't think it would be mathematically possible what do you think about that about doing that changing the amount of seats i feel like that's not a good approach you you would you could add a couple and then appoint a couple yeah um to swing the court your way but uh, yeah i don't think that that's politically a favorable thing to do i agree um it's it would although i i would pull mcconnell's trick on him again if i had power in the, in the congress i'd say nope sorry um we're not gonna because you're under investigation and that's what i'm gonna say Mm-hmm. And you can do that if you have the majority. You can say that shit, right? Yeah. I also feel like playing that sort of game and playing that dirty game kind of, it, 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 we we just sh- shouldn't go down 
that road might, in that way. Might have to, but yeah, I agree. I'd rather not play dirty games, but it also has gotten us nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> being going high and being nice right. and not having a solid, weird, authoritarian propaganda message has not really benefited us in the past. Yeah. Um, and Catherine Jones in Sydney, Australia. Hi, Australia. Oh, she asked cool. uh, where we're getting our info that Trump staff can't get dates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you looking? Or um, <laughs> Well, that story came out all over the place last week. Uh, no pun intended. I first saw it. <laughs> I, f- I first saw it, I think, in Vanity Fair. And I think GQ did one. Yeah, I saw the GQ one. Yeah. So um, I think um, somebody linked that on our Facebook page for you as well. Uh, Deborah Jones wants to know what's up with Gowdy. <laughs> What's ever up with Gowdy? He to sit there and say, "Finish the hell up," and he's he's all slouched and he's got his like man spreading and yeah, it's just a really cocky motherfucker, disrespectful um, body language. If I can say that, if that makes sense, and he's just got his he's got his elbow on the mm-hmm. desk and he's holding his head and he's got his big old feet crossed. I don't know. Yeah, it's all rhetoric. And. It, and he's complaining about the length of the investigation, the shortest investigation we've had by far of any major investigation, mm-hmm. um, uh, least expensive, probably the most efficiently run investigation. So Mr. Benghazi, Mr. Four-Year Benghazi over here is telling us to finish the hell up on an investigation about Russian meddling, not Bengazi. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what's up with Gowdy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, horrible. Him and Jim Jordan definitely get the award for making me most infuriated and want to punch a face. Gross, right? Yeah. Goodlot was kind of a dick, too. Uh, especially to the uh, female uh, congresswoman from... Jackson Lee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she's like, can we get an explanation for why we needed to expedite this and not give them appropriate notice? Yeah, and he just shut her down and said, yeah. fuck off. Basically. He put his finger in her face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, my God. I would break that shit off. Seriously. I, that's why you should vote for me when I run. Um, <laughs> Stacy Fuller asked why this administration thinks it's okay to interfere in a federal investigation. The the only answer I have is there's no other option for them right now. Mueller's got them dead to rights, and they don't have any other way out, and they have no good defense. Have you noticed how quiet Rudy's been lately? Yeah, that is true. It's weird, right? But his job was to come out and and just force a bunch of false negative rhetoric about. Mueller's probe, the investigation, uh, branding it a witch hunt, and it's working. The, the approval rating for the Mueller investigation has gone from 48% to 41%. Uh, and and I think 59% don't even realize that we've had any convictions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and, or indictments. Right. 89 felony indictments. <laughs> felonies. Oh, my God. 22 indictments. Um, five guilty pleas. Actually, I think we're up to six. Anyway, there's probably like 10. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Uh, Lee Burdick wants to know why we aren't fighting a Trump SCOTUS appointment based on the sound reasoning that a president under criminal investigation should not get to appoint a judge. I agree with you, but there's no law that says he can't, and we don't have any power in the Congress. Right. Again, like I said, if we had the majority in the Congress, if we can get those four senators to get us through to November and we can flip the Congress, then we can say, no, you know what? We don't think a, a, it would be right for you to appoint a judge that will eventually have to decide maybe a subpoena case in your Russian collusion situation. Seriously. And it's um, it's also like, let's say that we could go back and retroactively, you know, rescind the Supreme Court justice nomination because he gets found, you know, guilty. It was confirmed by Congress. So I think because of that reason alone, they wouldn't do anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can see that. Uh, let's see. Greg Nay, he wants to know how many shopping days until Christmas. Ooh. Uh, one. You have one day to buy your Muller She Wrote live tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can get your hands on all of our merch. Uh, including men's and women's shirts. We have sexy justice calendars. They make a nice gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, stickers, polonium tea. Mm. I'm sure there's other stuff we'll have too. But you have one day, just so you know. <laughs> uh, if you can't make it out, uh, you can shop at our online store, right? Mullersheroot.com. Mm-hmm. Part of the proceeds from our uh, patrons also go to Swing Left to help flip Congress blue. So check that out. Ian Palmer wants to know if I know where he left his wallet. <laughs> yes. You left it at the store. <laughs> Brandon Potter at BPOT Comic says, uh, quote, are the Dems going to be punk ass bitches with the next SCJ or are they going to do everything they can to stop this at least before November's election? Uh, again, it's hard not to be a punk ass bitch when you're in the minority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just hard. Uh, I think we've gone over. I think we've I think we've answered this. It, but like like I said, best thing you can do is flood McCaskill, Flake, Corker, and Collins with phone calls. Those are our four most likely to block any hard right hard right nominee. Yeah, I do feel like too if Trump wants to get someone in there, he's going to have to pick someone that's more moderate because if it's too right, if they're too right, I don't know if that would go through. It might take longer, and then good. Yeah, pick a hard writer and see. Yeah, who I can hope block he p- picks a ridiculous person. Oh gosh, I don't want to say that. But, I know, you know, right? It's yeah, like, oh, it, yeah. <laughs> now you're like, that could what be am bad. I about? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at Pat Stowe says, "Quote: Taking into account that he's meticulously systematic, how far along would you say we are into the Mueller investigation? Middle endish? Uh, well, uh, the FBI and by proxy Bob Mueller, they don't interview the subject until the very end. If you remember when we we're, well, I don't know if you're part of the MSW book club, but." When they were doing the Hillary email investigation, they interviewed her on July 2nd, and they made their finding speech on July 5th, and they investigated for a year. So that the fact that they're ready uh, to interview Trump, and they have been for like a month now, um, I think is indicative of we're, we're at the end. I think he'll have his obstruction portion done here in July, and then there will likely be indictments for crimes of collusion. Uh, in the fall or maybe even before August 24th, which is when they have to come up with that um, minute order that the judge put in. Mm-hmm. That's where I think we are. And, and that is total conjecture. <laughs> Could be next year, dude. I don't even. But that's yeah. my that's based on the what I'm seeing. I think we're at the end. Yeah, it does seem like I would I would say this is totally pulled out of my ass. But like 75 percent. I think there's a little bit longer to go in, in other tendrils yes right of the because there's so many and there's so much shit we don't know mm-hmm. every i have to say this every single time uh, we talk about this what we know what we're reporting to you is like probably less than one tenth of one percent one tenth of one percent <laughs> of the top wealthiest people i just went on a bernie yeah. rant. um <laughs> seriously tiny tiny fraction of mm-hmm. what is actually known and we're usually four to six months behind Mueller when we report this shit it's shit that he cut he did six months ago yeah totally so please keep that in mind we what we know is that we know nothing yeah um at mk gulata wants to know what are the chances uh the judicial appointments can be revoked if criminal charges are brought against trump i doubt that's likely at all criminal charges were filed against clinton and he was impeached and they did not revoke his pick of justice uh Breyer. so right. you can have congress impeach a justice like i said for cause but you have to have the majority uh, which is well covered ground i just don't think it's feasible 
uh, Desi or two source underscore e underscore pp tape uh, <laughs> asked if we're sure if we're sure nothing has been leaking from Mueller's team because he hears quote people familiar with the investigation cited uh, all the time as sources. I think these are witnesses that come out from the grand jury process and talk. Um, unless they're gagged, they're under no obligation not to talk. I was um, yeah, I was gonna say what are uh, how. F- do you know what the process is to issue a gag order on someone other than just issuing them one? I think he probably has it at the ready when they're in the room. Okay. And he says, all right, this is what you can't talk about. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so guessing. Right. But that's how if I just picture Mueller operates. Like, he has everything lined up. Yeah. I wonder if he strategically is not issuing gag orders, too, to certain people. I, we've talked about that. We did, yeah. yeah I, th- mm-hmm. I, I feel like that that could be a possibility. Yeah. Um, Cass Smiley wants to know upon hearing that 45 gets to pick another judge how do you unshit your pants <laughs> oh, time travel yeah <laughs> I don't know that you can you're gonna need the Omega 13 device <laughs> I've never heard or I've never even thought of unshitting your pants that's so funny it just <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm sorry that was really I'm, that's gross that's okay. the only way it could happen that's the <laughs> Funnel oh man butt chugs. i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it don't make me talk about it Cass. uh at science versus trump asked what the fuck is going on with kennedy's son um this is the same question that was asked by uh, at cruising donkey 2 don't know what that's about <laughs> at reading kendra uh antigone which is at a n t one underscore g zero n e make it more cool. complicated yeah. i love the name antigone yeah it's a really cool name uh karen rasmus and at uh, ras karen ras all these people want to know what the hell's going on with Justice Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And like like I said, rewind, scroll up. Yeah. Um, it's, it's bad. It's not, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Jennifer Long asked if we think Trump-Putin summit, the Trump-Putin summit is a cover-up for helping coordinate the election in the fall. Uh, no, I don't think it would be up front like that. Yeah, um, that's a little bit too obvious. I they think. have like 97 back channels, so they probably are using those. That's true. <laughs> um, it's just a front door approach, maybe. <laughs> right, like, well, they shut down all my back channels. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's a little overt. Um, I think so, too. I am sort of uh, surprised, though, that they're doing that so soon and in the midst of all of this. It's actually, like I said, the optics could be really bad. If if they get all these pictures of Trump and Putin hanging out together and then it comes out that some sort of uh, crimes of collusion and conspiracy indictments come out before the election, which I think they will, that's going to look really bad yeah. um, for well, them. I'm fantasizing the morning we wake up and see it on the news that he has <laughs> charges against him for collusion and conspiracy. I know. Uh, finally, at all things Mueller asked, how Jaleesa is the best hype woman in the world oh. and if he can hire her. Oh. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you have any spare time? You can just... It's so time consuming. <laughs> <laughs> it's very she, sweet, though. She is the best hype woman in the world. Um, you can't have her, at least not for Mueller stuff. Uh, anything else, though? I, you know, I mean, of course. I'm I'm I don't know your life. I'm not in charge. <laughs> um thank you though um for that compliment because uh, we do really appreciate Julissa here. So well all right you guys that's been our show. I'm AG. I'm Julissa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn and this is Muller she wrote. Muller she wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and logo design by Julissa Johnson. Market Consulting by Amanda Reeder at Unicorn Creative. 
Our digital media director and subscriber managers are Jordan Coburn and Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Our partners are fastgrass.org and joysteaspoon.com. Fact checking and research by AG with support from Julissa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Muller She Wrote staff includes AG, Julissa Johnson, Jordan Coburn, Sarah Hirschberger Valencia, Jesse Egan, and Sarah Lee Steiner. Our web design and branding are by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is MullerSheWrote.com. Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, beating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. And the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez Ancona. And And this this is how how we win. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, Welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes and they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. 
expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is lawyers, guns, and money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th, or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.